Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The Small Business Show on irishexaminer.com for a different view on Irish business. Welcome back to part two of this week's show on irishexaminer.com. Now, Silicon Valley has long been looked at as the global hub of innovation, but what can we learn from it? Well, on the line with me now is Tom McEnery, former mayor of San Diego and business advisor on the Irish Technology Leadership Group in Silicon Valley. So, Tom, first of all, why do so many Irish businesses find so much success there? Well, you know, I think the same as, as any other individuals who are in this valley because they have the right ideas and they put an incredible amount of work into it and they understand that failure is a part of the ultimate success out here. They're not afraid to fail. They're not afraid to take chances. And I think that's something that's uh, very familiar to the Irish who for generations uh, of, uh, of a tragic history have taken a lot of chances as immigrants to other places. And what is there in Silicon Valley? What is it about Silicon Valley that that fosters this uh, entrepreneurial image and also reality as well? Well, you know, the obvious things are there's a great educational system here that also draws the great educated uh, and uh, anxious to be entrepreneurial people from all over the world, whether it's from India or Ireland or any place else on the globe. They're, They're drawn here because they're kindred spirits to the individuals that are already here. Uh, you also have a tremendous access of, of uh, venture capital. Forty percent of the venture, total venture capital in the United States is centered in this valley. And this valley is, is barely bigger than metropolitan Dublin. So you have that combination of companies and an ecosystem of, uh, of companies both uh, above and below where somebody would start at that give you the ability to succeed. It doesn't mean you will succeed, but it gives you that good couple of steps up. And is is that what it's all about? It's about, I suppose, empowering entrepreneurs and, as you said, just giving them the tools and then seeing what they do with them? This is a meritocracy here in this valley, you know, very different than than most other societies uh, in the world. This is a total, and very different from a lot of places in the United States. It's, it's a total meritocracy. It doesn't matter whether you're, you're Irish or Indian or Chinese or Mexican uh, or whether you're, you're native-born. You have the ability to have your ideas vetted, tested, and hopefully have a chance to go into operation. I mean, you take the, the, the iconic example of uh, Steve Jobs. You know, I knew him when when uh, when he was starting up long before he was successful, fired, and then came back again for his second and third act. 
you know, he actually died when I was over there on an economic mission in uh, um, in uh, Dublin. You know, he's the perfect example of someone who wasn't deterred by failure because he believed strongly in the strength of his ideas, and those ideas have uh, have done pretty amazing. What do we need to do here in Ireland to to emulate something like that? Because obviously, I suppose one of the bugbears over here is that Irish companies or, or Irish tech startups who have great ideas simply look at Silicon Valley to go there or to sell on their company after a number of years. What do we have to do here to to try and, and foster those kind of entrepreneurs? When Chris Horn or Barry O'Sullivan uh, comes to uh, Silicon Valley, they don't hold any American wake for them. Mm. You know, there, there's no, we'll never see, you'll never see Ireland again. It's very important not only that they do see Ireland again, but they keep that foot in, in both worlds, really, because those two worlds have come together in a way that even my parents, let alone my grandparents and the other immigrants, could never have imagined. But go, go centrally to your question now. What can you do in Ireland? Well, you have entrepreneurs there that are uh, amazing people. You, you know many of them. You've read about them. I just mentioned a few. I mentioned the number in, in, in the article, like the Grania Baron uh, and the Collison brothers. Mm-hmm. Amazing people. There, you know, you scratch them, uh, and they, under the skin, are the very same as a Steve Jobs or um, or a Bob Noyce or Hewlett uh, and Packard or any of the great entrepreneurs here. What I think is not happening over there, and it's difficult for a society, is they're not being nurtured in a significant way. Those people are not nurtured over there in, I think, a way that uh, that government should. IDA throws money at things. Enterprise Ireland has done some some good and interesting uh, things like this access uh, program they're into now. But in in many ways, I I really think that Celtic Taggers investments, and I think this this is pretty much a truism, it should have been used in a much more significant way, not in real estate transactions, but in building the infrastructure of a modern European country, a modern uh, country able to compete in a globalized world. And unfortunately, I think they got into a Ponzi scheme mentality, as uh, smarter people than me have uh, mentioned. It resulted in in uh, uh, really a, a very transparent and very, uh, very evaporating uh, prosperity there. You mentioned in your article as well that you wrote for the uh, San Jose Mercury News that these tech entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs that are coming from Ireland, they are helping to move Ireland beyond the view of shamrocks and pints, I think is the way you put it in your articles. Is that, do you think is that that's atypical now that Ireland has been looked at as a, a great place for entrepreneurs, a great place to find smart people, to run companies as well as start companies? Well, th- there's no doubt about it. When you have uh, John Hartnett, Barry O'Sullivan, Grania Barron, from a, a few years earlier, although he's still a young man, uh, Chris Horn, and people such as that, th- th- these are these are people that have extraordinary ideas, and uh, they find very fertile ground here in in Silicon Valley, uh, in in which they th- those types of ideas can flower, but. I really don't. I really don't think that they're nurtured as significantly over there. You know, it's one thing to um, do a program that lets American companies uh, uh, garner uh, garner support and employ people in Ireland, but far more important would be 
if you nurtured those young op- entrepreneurs uh, to build companies there. Like there's a company operating in Drahada called MCOR, M-C-O-R, the McCormick Brothers. Uh, the small fund that I'm involved in, uh, Silicon Valley Global, has invested a lot of money in them, has put executives in place there. So they're building a company right there in Ireland. To me, that's the model of success uh, for Ireland as they go into the future, to build companies there, not to uh, give, uh, uh, even though it's a good idea, uh, not to, to merely give uh, grants, etc., uh, a very favorable tax structure to uh, companies from America coming to Ireland. Both should be done. But I think uh, uh, I think the building of companies over there has been very very reluctantly advanced by the government. The, the governments uh, the governments of the last 25 years, 30 years there, uh, were in many ways as much in the dark as you know the De Valera era governments of the uh, of the 40s and 50s. You now can have this this uh, not bicoastal but this global type of environment where those people should be supported uh, financially and in every other way, not just educated and let go to Silicon Valley and hopefully, you know, they'll return to Ireland and maybe bring jobs with them. It, it's it's a it's a very it's a very simple formula. It's so simple it's eluded most of the leadership over there for the last three decades. Is there a benefit in that in that they've made a success at a company, now they look, to, look back to Ireland and say, well, let's try and make a success over there by helping maybe in, perhaps another company? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, does, it doesn't happen overnight. This is something that is, is a generational thing. But again, you, you've had exceptional people from Chris Horn to Barry O'Sullivan for the last 25 years there at least. You know, when, when Intel went there, that was 1988. That's over 25 years ago. Now that, that's a generation. So you had that potential there, but I think the governmental agencies have been, have been pretty frozen in the past. You know, you know the old phrase, they sailed in puddles of the past mm. while Drake conquered seas for England? I think that's Kavanaugh. If it's not, it should have been. Um, <laughs> You know, I I think the Irish government and its agencies have sailed in puddles of the past. When you have executives, many many of the American executives that I've worked with, offering to serve on government boards uh, at no pay, pro bono, and they met with really a pretty stiff and, and cold resistance from the political structure there. I think that's the resu- that's uh, emblematic of a, a closed society that even in crisis, and Ireland certainly has been uh, in, in deep economic uh, crisis in, in the last uh, decade, was unable to accept the, the kind of help from people who want to give back to Ireland, whether they're two generations removed or whether they're a decade removed from from Trinity or or, or UCD. You've got to embrace that kind of entrepreneurial energy wherever it comes from and use it to augment what you already have there in Ireland, which is, you know, their people, as you well know, is Ireland's greatest asset. And it's kind of you know uh, the, the the stolen children you know it's just a, just to take a take a riff off of off of Yates again on the stolen child you know the the stolen children of Aaron are all those generations from the historic uh, famine all the way till recent times when they go and don't go back to Ireland and not all of them go back not all of them have that foot 
in both worlds like the individuals that we've talked about today. But Ireland needs that. You know, again, they no longer need the, the, uh, uh, the American wake, and they can't tolerate the American wake. The fact that there's immigration again in Ireland of all these, these young and energetic people is, is, uh, is a crime and something that, you know, even, uh, you know, even uh, as many generations removed as I am from Ireland, when I go back there, it, it's, it's a very sad and painful occurrence to witness. Tom McHenry, former mayor of San Jose and also a business advisor on the ITLG, the Irish Technology Leadership Group in Silicon Valley. Thank you very much for joining us on the Small Business Show. Kaylin, thank you. And I hope, uh, hope I'll see you one day soon there. Now, coming up in part three, an Irish businessman in Silicon Valley talks about making a success out there. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.